Hey guys, welcome to My Sweet Business. This is Chef Letty, and let's get to the question of the day. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, guys. Chef Letty here for the question of the day. And today is going to be a little bumpy. Today's question comes from, from Natalia. So I'm going to read you what Natalia wrote because it's a little lengthy, but uh, it's uh, filled with clues. So here we go. She says, hey, Letty, I am a big fan. I have a question for a friend of mine. So me and a couple of friends started our home baking business and unfortunately, one person gave them a bad review saying he was unprofessional because he canceled the same day because of a family emergency. He apologized many times, but they keep posting everywhere not to order from him. And I want to know how can us bakers respond back in our pages to a bad review professionally. So, wow, this is a very loaded question with so many things to address right here, Natalia. So let me start off by first saying congratulations to you and your friends for starting your home baked business. That is amazing. That's right. The crowd is going wild. More bakers in the field. Awesome. Okay, so let's let's get to this tough question. And um, the re the reality is that this is a current problem everyone faces. Whether you're a home baker or a retail storefront, the times have changed, and technology has come such a long way that everyone and their grandmother now is a critic and everyone has access to write a review, not on one platform, but several. So it's super important that you do have a structure in place so that you can kind of respond to any bad reviews you get because it's going to happen. No one is 100% safe. No one is going to be 100% perfect every time. And even if you are, you are still gonna get read bad reviews every so often because that's just the way of the world when it comes to um, running a business. So, um, wow. Woo, I'm out of breath because I'm like excited about this, but also like, uh, nervous to give you my response because I don't think it's going to be quite what you expect to hear. So first and foremost, I just want to say that although my response to you may not be what you think you want to hear, I promise you that it will help. It may not help you th this, with the situation of the current customer that is pissed off beyond belief because if they're going on to different platforms and posting, it's because they are jaded and it is probably not going to help that person at all. However, it will help future customers to understand slightly where you're coming from 
and understand more of the situation at hand to perhaps be a little bit more flexible and forgiving, unlike the original customer that gave you that bad review or gave your friend that bad review. So let's start with three things that you must do in order to try to come out of this somewhat with a clean conscience as well as professional in a way that future clients will say, well, you know, they really did mess that up. However, they made right by doing A, B, and C. So first thing your friend needs to do is own his mistake. As a vendor um, in retail or for your home front, you know, we're in charge of creating goods, sweets, cakes, cookies, whatever it is, for a person's special day. And no matter the excuse that comes up, when we screw that up by not delivering for whatever the reason is, we must own that mistake because we have just messed up that person's special day. They're going to have to run around and find another vendor, or they're going to have to go to the store and buy something that they didn't have custom made. You know, at the end of the day, whatever emergency your friend had, it it doesn't matter to the customer because now they created their own emergency for them. And as much as you your friend apologizes for it being an emergency and having to let them down, it still doesn't make up for the fact that they have screwed up someone's special day. So the very first thing your friend needs to do is own his mistake. He needs to hold himself accountable in a public forum so that everyone else that's reading it can understand that he understands it. he messed up, you know? And you might say, well, Letty, but I mean, God, like he had an emergency and his kid fell down and broke their lip and they had to go get stitches or whatever the emergency was. Yes, Natalia, I understand that there was an emergency. However, if your friend um, would have prepared for such emergencies, he still could have delivered his product in the sense of, for example, in my own business, in my company, Ellie Sweets, when we take an order, we make the order the day before. It is ready for pickup the day before. And if it's like a complicated order the day before, if it's not a complicated order, um, at least eight hours in advance, but we never wait till the last minute to make the order because we do understand that emergencies happen. And therefore, we are um, planning ahead for these emergencies so that we do not upset a customer because we realize how badly that can affect our business and how badly we can really hurt a customer on their special day. So there's nothing quite as awful as having that horrible guilt. And trust me, I know because I put my measures into place when I screwed up orders and <laughs> messed up people's stuff. I'm not perfect like the rest of us. We are all humans. And so I I had to put 
measures in place so that I could safeguard myself from uh, disappointing a customer because I understand the burden of doing that. It's so heavy and it's something you can never forgive yourself for. So um, that's, that's how I roll with it. So the very first thing is you must, your friend has to own his mistake publicly. The second um, part of that is that he must apologize publicly. So I understand in your message you said he apologized several times, um, but that they keep posting about it. So I don't know if your friend apologized to the client in public because once you own your mistake and then you apologize in public, people won't, I believe they won't go and continue to bash you because they see that you already apologize on a public forum so that everyone else can read it. And then now all of a sudden they're going to be like, well, darn, you know, I'm not going to keep writing this because I'm going to look like an a-hole because the guy already said he was sorry. So let me stop, you know, and so publicly owning your mistake and then publicly apologizing for it is a great way to put out that fire. Perhaps your uh, friend's client is so pissed because he didn't get like a, a verbal apology or a public apology. And so he's just like, well, F this. I'm going to keep burning every bridge that this guy has to make any money because he's not owning his mistake. You know, he said it to me in private, but he needs, everyone needs to know he messed up. And that's basically what he's doing. The customer is going on every platform because he wants everyone to know of the mistake that your friend made by having an emergency and not creating his order. So that's number two. He has to publicly um, own his mistake and then publicly apologize for it. The very last thing he needs to do is offer a full refund. And because you guys are home bakers, I'm not exactly sure how you deal with deposits and how you deal with your return policy, you know, what your policy is when a customer is unsatisfied. Um, so that really depends on how you run your business. But for example, in my business, I have a 100% guarantee if you're not fully satisfied, I will give you back all of your money. It doesn't matter that I spent money on materials, doesn't matter that I spent money on labor, having it created. The point is that I wanna make sure that I'm offering that money back guarantee because that will help people trust my company more because I offer that and so they feel a little bit um, easier to give me their money because they realize, well, if they if I don't like it, I'm gonna get my money back. So it's a lot easier to complete the transaction. And then secondary, when something like this does happen and a future client sees that your friend now publicly apologized, he publicly um, uh, owned his mistake and now he's publicly admitting that he is so sorry and he's willing to give this guy a refund, a full refund. Well, that will completely diffuse this man's uh, rant. Okay, so if a future customer sees 
God, they really screwed up this guy's order. They didn't make it. But then again, there was an emergency. Um, but you know what? That doesn't matter. They still ruined his event. But now they're seeing that your friend, the business owner, is admitting his mistake, apologizing for it, and refunding the guy his money. It's a lot easier for a future customer to kind of you know, give you that free pass. Well, you know, accidents happen, emergencies happen, but you know what? The business owner did everything he could to try and remedy the situation. And in my heart, he did a good job. So I'm willing to give him a chance. And that is how you can professionally answer a bad review. Um, you know, it it is a little bit embarrassing However, when you're responding to the, you know, owning the mistake, that's the perfect opportunity for your friend to explain the human side of what happened. My apologies, sir. For example, I'm giving you like an ex example of how I would have answered this guy. Um, if I screwed up his order and didn't make it or canceled at the last minute, I would have first, you know, I'm so sorry, Mr. Collins, for completely um, disappointing you on your very special day. I was looking forward to creating your product. We use the finest ingredients and wait till early morning to create your product so that it is at its freshest when you receive it. However, early that morning, my wife went into labor and therefore I had to go to the emergency room <laughs> to watch my child get born. Or however, early that morning, you know, um, I got into a car accident and my hand is all sprained and I can't roll out your fondant. You know, at that moment of apologizing publicly to the person, that's the opportune time to explain what happened in a very brief way. Keep it brief and professional and and just, you know, throw your hands up like, you know, this is what happened. I'm so sorry. You know, here's I'm more than happy to give you a full refund or more than happy to create your next birthday cake on the house. You know, that's when you just you, you suck it up and you and you own it. And that's the best way that you can definitely move forward in answering a negative review. Always um, putting yourself in the place of the customer first and um, just, you know, hoping for the best, but just keeping it very light, very professional, never, ever name calling, never, ever telling the guy, well, you know, like you didn't understand and you went off on me and you're crazy. You never do that online <laughs> because everything you put online lasts forever. So don't do that to yourself. Hold back your emotional side of how you feel and just answer it in a very business etiquette way, explaining to them what happened. And like I said, that customer, if he's all over the place ranting and raving, it's because he's far gone. Uh, there is no saving that relationship. However, 
by doing those three things, by publicly um, apologizing and owning your mistake and offering the refund, what you are doing is salvaging that horrible review and showcasing a customer, a future customer that reads it, that you are a person that has integrity and that you own your mistake and and that you're willing to refund them. And that really is the key. You want to try to soften that review by showing them the other side of what happened. Like, this is my emergency. I'm sorry this happened. Um, and that's that. I mean, I, I understand that emergencies do happen. And I hope that this answer, Natalia, um, it was very long. So I apologize because normally these... Um, uh, Q&As are very short. However, there was no way to be short about this because there's just so many different um, levels that we had to uh, discuss as far as doing it professionally. Because I can always say to you, you know, um, oh, just answer them back like that you're sorry and that's that. But it, that's not enough. You really need to kind of like throw yourself on the fire uh, of forgiveness, uh, not so much for that person, but for the future clients that are going to read it. And that truly does work. I always say, you know, I have in my own business a, a philosophy that is, you know, kill them with kindness. And believe me, I get my share of negative reviews. Oh, this was dry. Oh, this was too wet. Oh, you know, because everyone is a critic and you can't please everyone all the time. However, you know, my... I always try to, I answer every review, even if it's horrible, and I always try to turn a negative into a positive, and, and that's what I'm hoping that your friend can do. He can use this negative experience to put in some new policies in place so that if he ever does experience another emergency, perhaps he has a new policy in place where he says, you know what, I'm always going to create my product the night before it's due. That way, in case there's an emergency, you know, I take care of it. And um, let's just say the example of he went, goes to create it the night before and the night before there's an emergency. Well, then he still has enough time to maybe reach out to a friend like you, a business buddy, and say, hey, you know, I have this problem. My oven just broke and I cannot create this cake. Can you please do this cake for me? And um, I will pay you for what the guy paid me. And that's another way you can salvage um, an emergency problem. But um, I hope that this was helpful, Natalia. Thank you so much for being a fan. I, I started this podcast to help fellow bakers out there, um, fellow newbies that are starting their home bakes businesses uh, with their sweets to kind of give you guys a leg up. You know, I started 13 years ago in my own business. And um, I'm happy to report that um, things are changing. The landscape of the um, arena in our world, in our pastry life world, is being a lot more collaborative. Back in the day when I first started, it wasn't like that. It was, you know, do or die because none of your competitors or anyone in your field was ever going to help you. But nowadays, it um, it really pleases me to know that there are many podcasts such as like the one that I have going and that there are many cake pages where home-based business owners are helping each other grow instead of knocking each other down. So I love that. So thank you so much for being a fan. I love what I do, and I can't thank you enough for listening. You guys, it um, has been a pleasure, 
and um, I look forward to um, talking to you guys next week. All right, have a great day.